Pastor Larry Inclan with Living 412. I want to welcome you to this week's program, and uh, we have two special guests uh, this evening. First, uh, you've already probably heard him a couple of times on the program, uh, Josh or Josue Montanez. Hello, everyone. And today we also have a, a very special guest uh, by the name of Pastor Glenn Harvey, all the way from Gainesville, Georgia. Say hello. Amen, amen. Hi to everybody that could hear the sound of our voices. Amen. So this is the first time that Pastor Glenn Harvey is going to be joining us right here on Living for 12. Uh, just to give you a little background, he is uh, my pastor, uh, well, our pastor, Josh and, and I, uh, for over, <laughs> what, 15 years, about 15 years or so. Um, we, we served together while we were here in Vineland by the grace, by the grace of God. He uh, mentored and uh, taught us how to, how to do what we do, and that's do life according to what the scriptures uh, require of us. Oh, I thought you was going to say painting. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> he, he taught us that too. He did teach us that too. Um, he, if yeah. you guys don't know, he's an excellent painter, um, a definite uh, tradesman. Um, but he, but he's definitely great at whatever he sets his mind to. Um, but going off of that is where we want to speak to you uh, about today. Yes. So this past weekend, we we had a our, our service at home church. And what we're trying to do over the past two years is basically empower people, uh, pull the best out of them on behalf of the Lord, try to see their worth, their potential, and uh, teach them how to do this walk uh, like the scriptures try to teach us. And um, this past weekend, we spoke about uh, the book of Second uh, Peter. Uh, chapter one, and we gave uh, several keys. I called them seven different keys on how we can try to attain this. And uh, I'll read them to you very quickly. I won't go into detail, but basically it is uh, one of the most impacting, I think, at least for me, scriptures where it doesn't leave a lot of room for you to question how to do this. It gives you clear points in my opinion that you can develop each one according to what you receive from God but I'll read them real quick it says for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love I read these to you as a basis of what we're going to talk about today so those are extremely good points that we would love to uh, be able to break down at another time. But based on those points that Peter is talking about, I want to draw a parallel to the book of Colossians. And the book of Colossians, in chapter, um, chapter 1, there's a scripture that really called my attention and Paul is laying out a foundation for us from verses 9 to about 14. And we'll see if we have enough time to get through all of them. But thinking about the verses that Peter gave us and now listening to Paul saying in verse 9, For this very reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually, that's an important word, Ask God to fill you with the knowledge 
of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing good fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. And if you don't notice, you did, if you didn't notice, he already mentioned knowledge twice, just like Peter did being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. Peter mentioned perseverance and giving joyful thanks to the father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness brought uh, and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sin <sighs> five verses with so much content Mm-hmm. So before we started, we were sharing a few thoughts um, off the air, off the microphone. And, and I'd like to bring in Pastor Harvey on this at this time and, and share some of the things that we were talking about. First, we were talking about how it is Paul's prayer for the people. He's saying he's continually asking God to fill you in the knowledge. And not just to fill you in the knowledge but it is in the knowledge of his will through wisdom and understanding. Amen. One of the things that we was discussing um, off the mic before or, or, or doing a pre, pre-conversation. The warm-up. Yeah, the warm-up is that uh, when, when we listen to the word, when we hear the word knowledge, right, um, automatically we got to understand it's something we get in. Right, so mm-hmm. the knowledge. So knowledge is something you supposed to get, right? The Bible say, whoever lacks knowledge, pray and he will supply abundantly, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that I love about the word abundantly is that from the beginning in even agriculture life, when when the Bible talk about agriculture, it said that when you planting your farm. Whatever is extra mm. that grow out of your farm, like over the fence or whatever, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to reap that. You're supposed to leave it there as a gift for whoever it passed. Mm, so on. when the Bible talks about abundantly, uh, the, whatever is in abundantly is not yours. You receive what is sufficient, which the word also talk about sufficient. Abundantly is what you give forward, what, what is not yours. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the Bible say, I will give you life, but not like the word, like the world give it. He mm-hmm. give the word, the world give it sufficiently. Mm-hmm. He give it abundantly. So that way you have for you and to give forward, you know. And here the apostle is writing to a group of, 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 of disciples. They are doing good. They are doing stuff that they supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. So now he said, man, since you guys are doing things right, I just want to act to you guys, but I don't have it. So let me pray that he give it, you know, because you've been doing what the, the what the Lord is doing. So when he write to to Colossian, the Colossian, how you say it? To to the Colossian people. Colossian. Okay, I said it right. I said it right. See, that's my Spanish <laughs> yeah. coming in. My Spanish coming in. So so what happened when he write in here? It's not a dele- He's not delegating. He's empowering. That's what they're doing. And what we was talking about is now he said, 
since I heard it the first time, I started praying that you yeah. get something that you could give, mm. not you get something that you take possession, right? Because mm. um, it's very it's very difficult in this time when you hear people giving words, any type of word, wisdom word, prophecy mm. word, pastoral word, apostolic word, or whatever. They always try to make your spirit or your mentality inclined to have possession. When in reality, what God wants to do with you is give you something that you could release. Not ownership, not only ownership, not, you know, that you could release it, right? So now, they seen, he's seeing that they are doing good. Yeah. That they are doing stuff and behaving the way it's supposed to. So now he's saying, you know what? I'm praying that you receive something you could give forward. And how, you know... And when and all of that. So when when he say about knowledge, the first the first thing that said here is about his wisdom, right? It said el conocimiento de su voluntad, which is the knowledge of his will, of his, of his wisdom and understanding that right? the Spirit gives. Yep. So the will of God is what God have in purpose, because God don't want, right? God don't want is because He have everything. <laughs> Right? Oh, this is what God wants. No, God, God don't want, you know, he got everything. It's his purpose. So what is his purpose? His purpose is what he already established so we could follow those steps. So his will here need to come from the knowledge. No, you need to understand his will, his purpose with the knowledge. Why? Because you never, 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 have to think about his purpose like something that is just for you. Oh, the purpose of God for me. Reality is that the purpose of God for us is for us to give. Mm -hmm. You know, one time I was teaching, and I, maybe you guys remember this, years back, and I'm not going to say I'm old, but years back I was teaching that there is only one way you could please God. is by doing something to somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the only. That's, that's the only it. you could exactly. please that's God. Show, yeah. Jesus came, and all He said about pleasing the Father, it was to do something to somebody else. You know, that's right. No, and I, I, I want to expand on that a little bit because a lot of people make the mistake of thinking they received something for themselves. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you mm -hmm. went there. Yes. That's why I, I had a feeling that's... we might not get through all the verses. But give you an example: you want to start a business. Is it so that you can reap, reap, reap? Mm -hmm. Or are you actually thinking, let me start this business with the intent of how am I going to bless others? That's right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why a lot of times we fail at some of the things that we do because it is outside of God's will. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we may have knowledge of something, but the application aspect is wrong. Mm -hmm. and, and think of, of like a super, you know, a, a super in a building. He has the knowledge of maybe this and that, mm -hmm. and he knows how to do this and the other. Exactly. Why is the building falling apart? Because mm -hmm. he's not applying. Because he's not applying. Maybe he's not supposed to be fixing the boiler. Call the boiler man to come and fix it. Mm -hmm. So all the knowledge in the world will not help you if the application aspect is not there. Yeah, that's, that's the bridge between knowledge and wisdom. You know, but the only way you're going to demonstrate that you, that you are a wisdom is when you use the knowledge. That's right. Mm -hmm. so, so wisdom, wisdom is the application of what you know. 
Exactly. Yes. You know. So so the Bible said, don't be don't be wise on your own opinion, right? Mm -hmm. So your own is something you have. Mm -hmm. So he said, you see that area that you have, try not to apply that because exactly. it might not work. You know, yeah. the the wrath of men do not come forward the grace of God. Mm -hmm. You know. So that's what the Bible says. So we gotta be careful with what we have. But when we talk about the knowledge that we get from God, the only way people gonna know if we are wise men is when you do stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the wisdom is when you do. So uh, I'm sorry, the wisdom is what you get, and no knowledge is what you get. Wisdom yeah. is what you give. Yeah. You know, the application of. Yeah, and then it continues by saying, and understanding that the spirit gives. Mm. Mm -hmm. The under understanding aspect. So the understanding aspect that the spirit gives is what Paul is continuing to pray about. Mm -hmm. You're doing stuff right. I'm receiving the report that you guys are doing amazing. I'm proud of you. Pat on the back. Great job. However, I'm going to keep praying for you for that knowledge so that you could see his will. So you could have the wisdom and the understanding that the spirit gives. And that's where it goes back to us making the mistakes that we do because we leave the spirit out of it. And we go based on our knowledge, not the knowledge and the wisdom that the spirit has given us. But then he's, he's, he wants to tell us why. I love the way that, that Paul writes. He wants to specifically be intentional and tell us why he wants us to have that knowledge of the will and the wisdom and the understanding that the Spirit gives. And he says in verse 10, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing good fruit or bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Again, he goes back to knowledge. Mm -hmm. Make made that content grow. You know, so so knowledge we already pre-established is what you get. So growing in the knowledge of God is get more for what? To give more, right? Mm -hmm. So it's somebody said when you say I know, you have stopped Stop. learning, mm -hmm. right? So in reality, in di from this platform that we're talking right now, when you say I know, you have stopped growing in God. You know, so we have to continue growing. Continue growing for what? For what? So we could continue giving, you know. So the father, the father gave the son, right? The son love, right? Or the son don't love. Yeah. The thing is, he's the love. So the father loves so much the world, right? We're skipping Jesus now. This we we this this is where G Jesus gets kept, right? Not Jesus. The father. So love the world, they send Jesus. You know, Jesus come about because the love he has for us, right? Mm -hmm. It's not saying my son loved the world, the world so much that he gonna go. No, I, the Father, the Father. love you so much that send Jesus. Okay, so if the Father loved me, what Jesus does? Jesus applied the grace. That's why it's the grace of Jesus Christ, not the grace of the Father. It's the grace of Jesus Christ. That woman that, that Jesus got encountered with, Jesus right away gave her 
the the bridge of being a disciple yeah you know a follower a good follower of christ and she said uh this is who you are and he said if you only knew who is talking to you he's not talking about love he's talking about grace he said if you only know who is talking to you and what is the gift of god the gift of god is not the love of god the love of god is jesus Jesus applied the gift of God, which is the grace. The grace is a gift, not um, no merecido, is uh, like not deserved. Not deserved. Yeah. So the the Father loved you so much that He sent a Son that will apply something that will keep you out of condemnation. Why? Because the Father knew that you, even knowing God and He uh, knowing Jesus and dying Jesus for you. You will continue doing bad. So he loved you so much that he sent his son. So his son applied to you something that will keep you in favor mm. all the time. All the time. You know, so this is what the apostle is talking in here. I want you guys to have this uh, knowledge, the wisdom, and the intelligence. So that way you live according to what he like or wants. Or however people, you know, mm-hmm. so, so the, the, the way he, he is um, um, pleased, right? The way he is pleased. Now, that word please, we got to be a little, you know, carefully because for you to please somebody, you got to do something for that person. But in reality, what is it that we could do to please him? What, he could, what we could do to please him is getting the knowledge, giving the knowledge, and becoming intelligent. Because knowledge is what you get, right? Uh, wisdom, uh, knowledge is what you get. Wisdom is what you apply, and intelligent is who you become. Mm-hmm. You know, intelligent is somebody that now it think right and apply right. You know, and mm-hmm. some of us, some of us, sometimes we just, we just, we just don't get, don't get to the intelligent part, and we keep making bad decision, knowing, uh, having the knowledge, we continue being bad decision. And where is the grace manifest when we start being intelligent, right? When we, we don't think right. But anyway. Yeah, it goes back to what you've talked about many times where we, we receive a message on Sunday and Monday, uh, you forgot. You all of a sudden went in one year out mm-hmm. the other and mm-hmm. you felt it in the spirit. You might have danced in the spirit. You might have thrown yourself on the sure. floor. You messed up your bun. And now yeah. Monday comes, it's gone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that's a hundred percent right, and I think this is the emphasis that he's trying to make. Where, it, it, yes, we're doing good, but there's always more. Yes, there's some knowledge we've acquired, but it doesn't end. It doesn't there's love that we have shown, but you have to keep loving, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is where I believe Paul is is is, is raising the expectations of what your life should be. Oh, yeah, I think I'm doing all right. I think I'm doing good. I have a good job. I go to church. My family's okay. But Paul is saying, all those things are well. I get the report. But there's more. Mm-hmm. There's more to give, more to learn, more to more to understand, more, more wisdom, more growing to do. And a lot of times we we forget about that part of continuing to grow in the knowledge of God. It does me no good to say that I read the Bible from 
front to back and back to front, but not really comprehend everything that the Spirit is trying to teach me. So it says, growing in the knowledge of God in chapter, in verse 11, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might that you may have great endurance and patience. I'll read that one more time. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. I love that he brings this up because Peter, in 2 Peter, he's saying perseverance. So endurance and patience. We as believers, we say that we have patience. We say that we're running this race, like Paul says, but we get stuck in traffic and we lose patience. Our wife takes long getting ready. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Come on. We, we know we have to be at an appointment. We know we have somewhere to be, and we men usually don't like to be late. And our wife takes long, and all of a sudden you lose patience. Um, <laughs> your kids start struggling with a couple of grades. You start losing patience. Mm-hmm. You have these expectations that l make you lose your patience. And where does the, the, the endurance show up now in your life? I, I try to apply some of the, uh, the daily struggles that we go through uh, with these scriptures because I get asked a lot of times, how is it that you do it? And I tell them, I don't, I'm like, Paul, I don't pretend like I've achieved it all. I keep striving forward to the mark. I keep striving, and that's what Paul is asking of them just in different words. You're doing great, but let's keep going. There's more to give, more to attain, more to, uh, more to endure, and that's why he has that word endurance. You're going to be enduring many trials, many situations in your life, but you're going to need to rely on that patience. You're going to need to rely on that wisdom, on that knowledge, on that understanding, and through all of that is where your fruit will show. Yes. It'll show whether you're applying mm -hmm. everything that you've been receiving, all that knowledge, all that um, understanding, all the studying, all the uh, songs that you sing, all, <laughs> you know, on Monday is when it's going to matter. Not on Sunday for those two hours that you're in service. It's going to matter on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. he, he keeps on in verse 12 saying, And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Um, that word qualified. Mm. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, Yes, um, that word qualified, because sometimes we believe our qualifications uh, exempt us from having to live the life that, that he's explaining about because you may be, you may be in a title of position or um, in, a, in, in an experience where you say, I don't have to do this anymore. Yes. Um, and it's not correct. Uh, I'm like I just said, by the glory of God, I just came from doing a hospital visit. If my understanding 
and my knowledge and everything that I'm trying to do for the Lord doesn't reflect on a Monday or Tuesday, what am I doing? Yep. I could spend a day emptying out my garage, cleaning, you know, for those of you that have a shed, cleaning a shed, um, trying to fix a machine, doing other things that are not productive right now for what is the calling at this current moment. Mm -hmm. You know, that garage is still going to be messed up tomorrow. Let me do it mm -hmm. tomorrow. Today, someone's in the hospital. That's right. You know, and I, I get at that because a lot of times we try to evade or move away from the things that God is asking us to do. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, I have qualified you for certain things. Yep. I, I work always, into the qualifications. Yep. And I always said that when we're talking about the word qualify and God, we gotta be we gotta be very careful, right? Because because if if he qualify us, do that means he had to wait for us to know how to do something mm -hmm. to establish in our future what we're gonna do, you know. In reality, when I always say that when God qualified me, in reality, it's, it don't have nothing to do about if he knows or not. <laughs> he he put me to the process of qualification so I could see that I'm qualified. Yes. Because God want to do with us a lot mm -hmm. of things. And it's not until we understand mm -hmm. that we could do it. And still, we understand we could do it and we don't do it. You know, so it's not. So always, always, always that you hear the word qualification out of the word of God if you look back before that word is always going to be trials it's going to always always going to be the word endurance mm -hmm. like now perseverance right? perseverance because that is you going through something right since you going through something God don't need for you to go through the bad things for him to know that you could do what you're going to do after the bad thing he knew qualified. he is not he was yesterday today and tomorrow see so the way he qualifies is making sure that you know that you know not him not him that you know you could go through so sometimes he allow you to go through things that will make your mind about yourself right it's like like the name of the the the, the god said to to moises you know moises put a whole lot of excuses mm -hmm. And even he didn't, he didn't spoke about this, the real excuses that he had. Like, <laughs> they're looking for me to kill yeah. me. But if he would have said that, that was co completely legit. You know, <laughs> me being God, I would be like, you're right. Stay here. I'll get somebody else. But he didn't say that. He started talking about not knowing how to work and what is your name and all that stuff. So every time, if you read carefully, chapter 4, book of uh, Exodus. Uh, Exodus, you're going to realize every time... He asked, what is your name? God spoke about who Moises was. So he said, when they asked me, what you want me to say? He said, well, Moises, tell them, you know, what, 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 what he said. Uh-huh. Who, who, what's your name? The great I am. Mm -hmm. So now picture this, picture this. Nobody knew the name, right? Or nobody knew a specific name, right? And they call it Jehovah and stuff like that. So he go over there. Somebody asked him, hey, uh, so, so. So you got encountered with Jehovah, yeah, what's his name? With your God, what's his name? Great I am. Okay, Moses, I'm going to ask you again because I'm not asking you about you. Yeah. I'm asking you about his name, <laughs> uh, the great I am. Okay, Moses, this is going to be the third time because you, you... He set you, him up. Yeah, he set <laughs> him up so that way when he said the, the name of God, he is saying how great Moses is. 
So every time Moises said his name, he's just being qualified, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, what's the name of your God? Uh, the great I am. Moises, we're not talking about you. I want you to tell me his name. His name is the great I am. That's what he told me to say. Moises, but you're talking about God. He's talking about you. Do you realize? And then Moises most likely like, that's right. He set me up. So now, you know what? I'm great. Let me go, let me go and talk to Pharaoh. Pharaoh is Moses, the great one, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not the same as you saying a bull chart. They're saying a great white, you know? You say bull, he gonna poke you, right? You say great, he gonna eat you. So the <laughs> word great is, is mean something. It's the same as the word qualified. He always want you, you to understand that you have been through stuff enough for you to understand, he knew. He knew what Joshua was going to be. He knew what, what Larry is going to be. But why he need to qualify me? No, he's not really qualifying you. What he's doing is qualifying your mind about yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, but that's why when you endurance, you said, oh yeah, I'm going. It's like when we start doing exercise, right? Then we say, we're going we're gonna to run that mile. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. In your mind, you're saying it because it's a challenge. Right? Challenge. A challenge has to become a habit after, in your mind, you got qualified. Right? Now I'm running the mile. So when I say I'm running a mile, is this is what I do, not what is challenging me. Now I qualify in my mind, my legs, and my stomach, and my, uh, my body to run that. And that's what God does. He wants he want to empower you for you to endurance. So that way you feel about yourself. Oh, that's right. If this didn't kill me, that's not going to kill me. And that's not going to kill me. That's why Paul go to Rome knowing they're going to cut my head. But you know what? If I live, I live for Christ. And if I die, I die for Christ. So he already was qualified for what? For dying. You know? Wow. Well, I hope you guys had a pen and paper or opened up the notepad on your on your <laughs> phone. Um, this has been amazing. Uh, Josh, do you have any final thoughts before we sign off? I mean, this this was a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was only, we really only got to four verses. So mm. um, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I pray that this has been a blessing to your life. But remember, it's not just...